0: Welcome to Love & Money, the internet television show of Prosperity U-L-L-C, where we discuss what's happening, what's happening to us, and what can we do about it. Now available on Spotify. Be sure to click the links in the description for all other channels and playlists. And if you appreciate the show, go ahead and show it in Cash App at Dollar Sign Prosperity U-L-L-C. Join Kev Prosper as he beats up the bad guys, slays the dragon, and saves the princess. Prosperity Gaming is the new channel of Prosperity U-L-L-C. Watch, follow, subscribe to Prosperity Gaming with Kev Prosper. So not too long ago pat patrick bet david uh sat down with roland martin um on his channel um and he talked about you know um black you know the black culture the black community uh placating their victimhood mm. <laughs> here we go <laughs> you know what i'm saying and um Oh, man, where do I begin with this? Where do I begin with this? Um, they they got into politics. Uh, Roland Martin was doing a lot of dancing. And he was very animated. Or I guess not, not necessarily animated, but he was very intense. And um, very, very, like, highly vocal and gregarious um, throughout the debate. Um, but being loud and obnoxious doesn't make you right. You know what I'm saying? But this is how... Debate is debate. This is how kind of uh, um, narcissists like to overpower the conversation. They just talk you under the table. But and then and, and at the end of the day, they feel right. They it, it looks to others like they're right, but they're not really right. And then you know the the audience is kind of scared to say, you know, they, they think, oh wow, he's passionate about what he feels. You know, I I, I sympathize, but he's still wrong. He's, he's sympathetically wrong you know what i'm saying um let me not digress let me get into my talking points uh, so ultimately you know you know the the whole you know get over slavery stop blaming slavery you know what i'm saying that trope um it gets to a point it gets to a point where it's it is kind of moot you know, blaming slavery can get to a point where it's mute or, or not mute or moot. But I don't think I don't think it's quite, quite there yet. You know what I mean? Um, you know, like you could you could compare, you know, the, uh, the American slave trade to uh, or American slavery to the Holocaust. It's incomparable. You know, killing all, putting people in concentration camps for for, you know, months at a time and killing them off in droves as opposed to enslaving an entire ethnic ethnic group. You know what I'm saying? For for hundreds and hundreds of years. That's incomparable. You just can't. You just can't compare that. Um, There is a culture of slavery that that can that is built amongst 400 years you know what i mean and then what people fail to realize is, is that you know slavery has been connotated with black people but uh, but slavery was an african institution initially it's just you know once again you know the europeans just following the business model and perverting it like like or or i should say reappropriating it <laughs> you know but um you know slavery isn't about race it's about money it's about money and power you know what i mean um, and it, you know, it, it became a, re- the, the race thing, you know, was simply a political, uh, vehicle, you know what I mean? Uh, um, it was, it was a, it was a vehicle for politics and it made it easy. It made it easier to identify because, you know, in those ancient ages, you know, people identified themselves by the land that they came from, regardless of the color of their skin, you were a kushite or a, a a thisite or thatite, you know what I mean? Um, or this onian or that ian or aian, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you were identified by the land that you came from, um, but slavery kind of blended and gelled all of that together and said, hey, listen, they all black, fuck it. <laughs> That's kind of what it boiled down to. Um, so so then, so then, you know, but in this modern day, in this modern day, you know, um, we we have a culture that is built on trauma. When you look at so many little nuances within the black culture and the music we listen to, the way we talk to each other, the way we talk about each other or the way we talk about certain things, you know, it, it is a lot of it is all built on trauma and violence you know i hear you hear people talk about it all the time like quote unquote beat the pussy up or um you know the way parents talk to their children you know hands on the hip loud oh i know you don't you better like that kind of energy that that, that energy it resonates so well with black people but it's so toxic you see what i'm saying uh, um and where does that where does a lot of that come from you know what i'm saying Oh, my, my, my mom used to talk to me like that. Well, where'd she get it from? Oh, my grandma used to talk to me like that. Oh, where'd she get it from? You see what I'm saying? And then you keep, you know, <laughs> trailing it back. Oh, it makes sense, right? So, um, you know, um, the way we handle money, you know, the first little bit of money we get, we want to show it off. We don't understand. We don't understand money. You know what I'm saying? A lot of that. A lot of that ignorance comes from the trauma. Or, or not I wouldn't say it comes from the trauma, but just the ignorance is passed down. You know what I'm saying? First time we get a little money, we want to feel good about ourselves. We wanna, we want to feel like we wanna, we want to feel like somebody instead of being somebody. You know, um, a lot of the a lot of the mainstream black culture doesn't uh, doesn't celebrate education. Um, you know, we'll throw a party for someone who comes home from jail before they come before we'll throw a party. For someone who comes home from college, you know what I mean. Uh, um, it, it, it is what it is. You know, you can't you can't help but to think what kind of re- what but to consider the reverberations it may have to make it illegal for an entire group of people to read for hundreds of years. It was illegal to read. That in and of itself, I, I say it time and time again. Let me not get, let me get off my soapbox. Um, but are, are is the does the black community make excuses for failure and mediocrity? Um, like I was listening, I was listening to another podcast in relation to in relation to the uh, to the Pat Bet David and Roland Martin talk, and um, one of the points that they made was PG County is. Um, one of the wealthiest black communities, (laughs) black, one of the wealthiest black communities in America, in America. And it tends to have, it it tends to be the second high, have the second highest crime rate, um, in the state of Maryland next to, I'm, I'm, I would assume next to Baltimore, of course. Right. Um, yeah. Has the second highest crime rate in, uh, um, in the state of Maryland. You know what I mean? And one of the arguments was that it's not the residents of PG County that's committing the crimes. It's people coming into the county committing the crimes. Uh, That's that's a plausible argument. But I don't know anyone who's willing to go to a nice neighborhood to uh, gun somebody down or rape somebody like they're going to do it where they're at. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know how plausible, incredible that claim is. That all oh, these people coming into the county. For you to be the second... For you your town to have the second highest crime rate, your county, you know, to have the second highest crime rate, that sounds a bit... Uh, that sounds a bit of a stretch, you know? Um, and and then, well, there's there's Baltimore County and there's Baltimore City. Baltimore City is considered its own county, I guess. And so... So yeah. Anyway, um, and and so what? What this part what this podcast was alluding to, is that you can't, you can't, you can't always blame slavery. You can't always blame economic conditions. Because with the PG County example, you can't always necessarily blame economic conditions. Um, a lot of it is our culture, and I, which, which I kind of explained briefly or just uh, previously. A lot of it is the culture, a lot of it is the mentality, um, you know, uh, um, the the old stepping on my Jordans trope or you disrespecting my girl trope, you know. Um, you look up police reports and a lot of these murders and, and assaults are over some of the most petty, like on the surface, if you like, it's some of the most pettiest things. But in the streets, it's everything. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's it's a very low level, like just very immature kind of thinking. But but to to someone who is sophisticated in first world, it's very low level and immature. But to someone in the throes of the streets, you know, these little things kind of uh, um, reverberate towards their reputation. You know what I mean? And so they're willing to throw their freedom away for their reputation. You know what I mean? It it, it it sounds very asinine, but to them on this, on their level, it's, it's very big to them. Um, and this breeds a culture and a mentality of, of of violence, of just sheer violence. I mean, just and, you know, it's chicken. It's, it's, this is a lot of chicken or the egg argument arguing. You know what I'm saying? Because um, can you blame the poverty? Can you blame the economy? Can you blame the infrastructures and things like that? Uh, um that and and it, like one thing i always believed that it starts in the home i they brought in this podcast they brought up no 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 it wasn't there it was somewhere else i heard this they brought up how um 70% of prison prison inmates grew up in single mother households single mother households to be specific you know i'm 70% so that means uh, that means so, so what, what, what that would imply is that if you if you came from a two parent household or a single father household, you would have a 30 percent chance to to not be in prison or to. Uh, yeah, <laughs> or you would have a 70 percent chance to not be in prison since 70 percent of prison inmates came up in single mother households. So you have a 70 percent chance of not going to jail and a 30 percent chance of going to jail you know what i'm saying out of all prison prison inmates in america that was a statistic i heard i heard it i don't i don't you know i didn't i didn't research it but me personally i feel like i don't need to research it i feel like it's just anecdotal at this point and it's just like preaching to a choir you know what i mean um yeah and and, and I, you know a lot like i said a lot of it starts in the home um a lot of it uh, you know, and then I, I used to, I like, I used to blame education, you know what I mean? Um, with the whole, you know, them passing students up. But then when you start to look at the system, public education tends to turn into public housing. When you have children who, who don't want to learn or can't learn because they they're just so unruly or they're dealing with so much at home they're dealing with grown issues at home they're dealing with survivalistic Yo, Pierre, hey you you if you see, see something share something don't be afraid share this episode subscribe like and share thank you issues at home like they come to, there's no motivation to want to come to school and learn anything because a lot of their psychological needs aren't being met um, a lot of them are being neglected. A lot of them are being abused. A lot of them um, are just lacking structure, any kind of real structure. You know what I mean? So that's that's greatly going to uh, pay very negative dividends towards their towards their academics. You know what I mean? Um. But um. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. You know, but then when you so, OK, so when you when you look at the children growing up in jacked up situations and then, you know, not giving an F about school, you know what I'm saying? And then growing up to become adults who just ain't shit, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I hate to put it that way. It just is what it is. Right. Um, you, th- you have to ask yourself, OK, where does where does the black culture come in? Because does the black culture tell these kids to, to to you know not give a fuck about their education? You know what I'm saying, or or, or or does the black culture tell these kids that there's really no future for them? You know what I'm saying. So why bother even try? Right? Does does the does the culture say that? Does it say that directly, or does it say it implicitly? You know what I mean when. You, uh, when you turn, well, you know they don't make rap videos anymore. But you know, you you open up your Instagram and all you see is black, or you see, if you, I mean, imagine being a black child. You know what I'm saying, or a black, uh, um, you know, yeah, just a black child. Period. And you open up your social media and you see an adult, a, a, an adult female who looks like you, and all she does is turn her back to the camera and jiggle herself. You know what I'm saying, and then you see a black male adult male who looks like you, and all he does is is flash money, with a mouthful of gold teeth. You know what I'm saying, and, and 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 you know just shout obscenities and and just ridiculousness and ignorance, right? If that's all you see as a child, what what is there for you to what what is there for you to aim at? Where's your what? What are you gonna target? What are you gonna shoot for? What is you gonna be your goal? Uh, um, as you approach the ages of those people you see, you see on your on your social media, you know what I'm saying? Like, like <laughs> as a as a young boy or a young girl, what is going to be your goal? You know what I mean? So it's kind of a a dual, you know, a dual uh, a dual attack. You come up in a home that ain't shit. And then you go you you go outside to a world that ain't shit. What are you what, that, so basically, you're told you're pretty much told to not be shit, like on the like in a sublime way. You're told that you, that you can't be shit, or or you you want to look like, or you gotta look like the shit, or you you know you you want to grease your baby hairs, grease fake baby hairs under your uh, stocking cap over a stocking cat or or um you know f- flash flash a bunch of singles or uh, um in sitting in a rented car you know what i'm saying and and, and you know blast the, the the latest little little rapper whoever little rapper the name is you know um i sound like one of those <laughs> i sound like one of those people i hate to sound that way but um you know what are you? Yeah. yeah. So our children are duly attacked to not want to be shit. They 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 grow up in a household to where they can't focus on their education. And then they go out into a world that doesn't inspire them to want to focus on their education. And so they so eventually what's there for them to do? If, so, so now they now they're 15. They're um, low level whatever subject you could think of math English you name it you know what I'm saying they're behind on all of it you know what I'm saying and eventually they're going to drop out and what and how are they going to make a living <laughs> how at the end of the day <laughs> you got to pay a bill right <laughs> you get to a point where you got to pay a bill who's gonna pay the bill for you at some point you know what I'm saying so what you gonna do to make money <laughs> right and so you know, you don't see yourself with a suit and tie, right? Uh, um, you don't necessarily have the uh, the discipline, you know what I'm saying, and the structure to really maintain a job. You know what I'm saying? So what is there for you to do? You know what I mean? Whether you're a man. Now you you've from that little boy or girl. Now you've become that grown man or woman. Where well, you're grown, but you're not grown. You know what I'm saying? you could Because you're developmentally premature. Because you've been abused or neglected or just unstructured and undisciplined. You know what I mean? Patrick Bet, Bet David, um, he posed the question. He says, how, you know, okay, the black community has all of these issues. And I don't think at any point Roland Martin was, was trying to blame the white man for anything. I don't think that, that issue was brought up the whole blaming the white man trope that was kind of left, left out. Um, what he, what Roland Martin was basically harping on a lot was, um, the economic structure and the political structure and how it's holding black people back. Now, did he specify, or I guess he acted like he was trying to specify how it was holding black people back. He brought up little incidents about how like um kind of the modern day redlining whereas the appraiser would appraise a home of a black family for way less than it's really worth you know what I mean and but that these are like monop- like lottery type incidents you know what I'm saying just one in a million you know what I mean Uh, Um, it was, and it was kind of irrelevant, you know, Pat, Pat David kind of threw that out the window. It's kind of irrelevant. You know what I'm saying? Like these, that, that doesn't happen on a regular basis. You know what I mean? Because the thing is discriminatory practices kind of leave you broke at the end of the day. You know, uh, uh, money is still green, no matter what (laughs) color you and I are, money is always going to be green. You know, and so so when people do little shady practices like that, it's just it's, it's going to hurt their pockets at the end of the day, which I'm pretty sure whoever that appraisal was in that incident, it did. You know what I mean? I don't know what they were thinking or trying to do when they did that, but it, it hurt. It, it hurt them at the end of the day, you know, and a lot of people know better. Um, And so so what what Pat Bet David, um, he, you know, he was like, how long will it take to change? How long? Will it take for Black people to pull to lay, pull up pull themselves up by their bootstraps, right, as, as they say, as the far right Republicans say? Um, you know, he and then he kind of he this this to me this argument to me always nails the coffin when it comes to uh, immigrants immigrants, and I've heard this my entire life, my entire life. Um, Pat bet, David, he talked about, he was a, uh, a political refugee. Um, I think he was Iranian. He was an Iranian. I, I don't correct. I may be wrong. He was a political refugee. He came to this country, lived off the system, food stamps, you name it. Right. Um, parents worked whatever jobs they could, so on and so forth. And now he's a multimillionaire. Right. Then he posed the question to Roland Martin. Okay, why are you rich? What what how how did you get rich? You're black, right? You've you've had all of the impedances that you know you claim that most black people have had in America. So what made you how did you get out of it? How did you get rich? And I don't think and I I don't think Roland Martin really touched really wanted to touch that. Um for one, I don't think he wanted to give away his sauce, his secret sauce. Um, for two, I, I think if if he would, were to answer Pat, that question to Pat David, Pat Bet David, um, it would have weakened his argument or probably threw his argument out the window. And that's what a lot of um, debaters do. You know what I mean? They avoid certain questions or like it's sort of like arguing with a religious person you know you if you get them to answer a question that makes sense then they have then that means logically they would have to throw out their religion so they refuse to answer the question you know what i'm saying and then they'll just come they'll just dance around you with scripture with, with memorized regurgitated scripture <laughs> but um but yeah you know um so so it's that age, it's that age old argument you know black africans come to america and they they're they're doctors and lawyers left and right Black West Indians come to America and they, you know, they do well for themselves. I've seen this. I've lived this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, um, so, so why can't, you know, black Americans get it together? Um, a lot of, it, you know, and so just to pinpoint, a lot of it is a, one, a corrupt culture. Um, a lack, lack of structure, lack of discipline lack like, uh, um much of abuse and neglect you know what I mean um and and then uh a lot of it is just, and, and then with, when with a lack of structure and discipline comes a lot of laziness a lot of most importantly mental laziness because any trained monkey can get out of bed and go to work every day but putting your mind to something and creating a strategy and, and climbing out the mud with it that takes a different kind of men- that 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 takes a mental effort, you know what I'm saying? So, corrupt culture, lack of discipline, a- abuse and neglect, um, and laziness, you know what I'm saying? That pinpoints uh, to that to me are the three Achilles' heels of the black community. And I'm gonna close with this statement that I heard in this podcast that I was listening to in relation. To the to the debate between Pat, De- Pat, Pat, David and Roland Martin, one of the gentlemen on this podcast, it was a, it was like a group discussion, like a community popcorn discussion. And this one guy, I don't know who he was. I do not care. But what he said was so poignant. He said, if white people stop giving a fuck, black people would get their shit together. I'm gonna leave it right there. Visit prosperunlimited.com and click travel to book your next vacation. If you that I got racks, racks at the ATM. Tell me what you want to do. I got racks at the Tell me what you want to do. You a badass bitch, a badass bitch. Don't get smaller than that badass I got racks. racks concludes our show remember to subscribe like and share and if you appreciate the show go ahead and show it in cash app at dollar sign prosperity ullc we would like to thank you for tuning into prosperity ullc and continue to invest in the brand